0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Aligned and Thriving. The intro music abruptly ends and then I start talking. (laughs) So uh, glad to uh, be here to record this episode. This is uh, I think going to be a very interesting topic. Um, But Tony, how are we today? Dr. Evans, how are we doing today?
1: Good man, good to have you back in the clinic. You just got back from another fun adventure with the family.
0: I did. So, I was uh good to have you back. I was I was out of town. I was on vacation in the Smoky Mountains. Um mm-hmm. beautiful area. So, if anybody listening is interested in going there, I highly recommend it. Uh especially this time of the year cuz it's right as the the leaves are changing, so lots of beautiful color. Um, lots of cool, just nature-y stuff to do. So yeah, different, you know, mountain wise, obviously definitely different than the Rockies in Colorado. Um, but still fun nonetheless.
1: Yeah, I need to get out there. I have not spent as much time out on the east side of the U.S. as I have on the west side. So it's on the list for me too. And you went on a good time of year.
0: Yeah, it was, uh... It, uh, we drove, we drove the trip in, you know, living in Missouri, Kansas area, driving across the state, you know, I think we take for granted how short that drive is. Tennessee is very long. It, uh, <laughs> it, if it, it, it felt like I was driving through Texas, how, like when you're driving from one end of the state to the next, it just like we're still in Tennessee. We're still in Tennessee. And if you've ever driven through Texas, you know, you can drive eight hours in Texas and still be in Texas. Um, right. it, it just, it's, I don't know. Anyways. Um, so today's episode, inflammation. Um, I think the first thing that we should start with is giving a little bit of an explanation of how the body goes through in the inflammatory process and and before i get get go through that one thing i want to point out is inflammation isn't bad we want inflammation we don't want to suppress inflammation and i think what we want to try to 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 teach people or to learn about is the chronicity of that and and when that scenario is playing out and and how that is can be very unhealthy for for us
1: yeah i mean this is a huge topic and you know one that we talk a lot about with our clients in the in the practice on a regular basis Um, you know i think most people are familiar with you know some level of inflammation if you've had like a sore throat or you know a rash or if you've sprained your ankle for instance there's this inflammatory reaction that happens and that's kind of what we think about and we think about inflammation you know it 's our body 's natural response to an infection or injury, and honestly it's it, like you 're saying it 's not a bad thing it 's really fundamental to survival for us you know if you yep. you know roll your ankle in the woods, you want this inflammatory process to kind of happen to support it and and begin that healing process but um, you know having a chronic inflammation, which is what you 're kind of talking about. Um, long-term can be a problem. And most people don't always associate inflammation with things like heart disease or obesity or diabetes or even depression and cancer um, and things like that. And so I kind of want to pack some of that, um, of that unchecked inflammation kind of brewing within us uh, that there's a lot of concern and it uh, shows up in many different ways. And so I want to unpack kind of what that is and how to manage that, how to identify that. And, uh, you know, some simple solutions you can do on your own, uh, to try to minimize and improve your inflammatory state.
0: Sure. Let's, uh, before we get to some of the chronicity stuff, I want to go through kind of a series of steps that the body goes through during kind of an an acute inflammatory process. So, You know, the initial stage starts with some level of either an injury or an irritation. And that irritation could be an allergen, um, it could be a bacterial, could be viral, could be any of those things. From that point, your body goes through and starts to release uh, specific kind of chemical signals. And those are kind of like warning signs like, hey, you know, something's kind of going on here. And so, when that process occurs, we get an influx or an increase in, in blood flow to wherever that uh, that chemical signals targeting or wherever that injury occurs. And so after that, we we have, you know, increase what we call permeability of, of blood vessels, which is gonna thus, you know, kind of you know, increase the, the blood flowing to the area. So the swelling, so if you, like you had mentioned, you sprained your ankle, you're going to see a giant, um, you know, swelling of the ankle. The ankle is going to get really big. Uh, When that occurs, you get um, white blood cell uh, action to that area. So, so those guys are going to be there to help. If it's a, you know, an injury, they're going to, they're going to help, Um, kind of eat away some of the damaged tissue if it's a if it's an irritant like a viral or bacterial they're going to help kind of encapsulate that and kind of get rid of that piece of it Um, and then your body goes through kind of that tissue repair so it's starting to heal the damaged tissue it's starting to heal um, get rid of the and you know foreign invader um, but then, at a certain point, you get a resolution, and they call it a self-limiting resolution. So once it the tissue's repaired, the inflammatory process theoretically comes to an end, and you're somewhat kind of back to normal. Now, when we talk chronicity, this is this is when it, it it's it's longer term. So there, it never reaches that that resolution or that self-limiting point. And so chronic inflammation occurs. Off you go. uh,
1: Well, you know, and most people we try to, you know, tend to focus on kind of treating the symptoms, maybe downstream of the inflammation rather than kind of tackling the root cause. And the root cause could be a multitude of issues from interconnected, you know, Body systems um, that are connected through this inflammatory process like you're talking about, and so um, once you kind of pinpoint the source and, and start to eliminate it, we can kind of adopt this kind of inflammatory lifestyle and that's kind of what we teach but um, chronic inflammation like what does that look like you know for somebody um, sometimes we don't always put these things together, but uh, you know if you're having you know body aches and pains, joint pain, muscle pain. Um, chronic fatigue, maybe insomnia, difficulty sleeping, um, depression and anxiety and mood disorders kind of fit into this space too. If, if, there's some kind of inflammatory process going on, um, certainly could have an inflammatory cause coming from the GI system. Um, so you may be having constipation or diarrhea or acid reflex or a combination of diarrhea and constipation. We see that pretty common, um. Sometimes we see it in weight gain or excessive weight loss, um, where there's an inflammatory process kind of driving that. Uh, you mentioned lots of frequent infections, like if people are just chronically having, you know, reoccurring infections, there's probably some kind of infl- inflammatory process going on. And so we want to identify why you're experiencing the inflammation, but that's kind of what it looks like uh, in a symptom. Um, there's a few ways we can test for inflammation. So, um, doing a simple blood test, we can look for a few different things like your SED rate or your CRP uh, or ferritin and kind of get an idea of what your inflammatory state is. It doesn't tell us exactly where it's coming from necessarily, but um, that's a really easy thing to do. And you can do that with your medical doctor. We certainly do that here in the office as well um, to kind of know where your inflammatory markers are at. And then it's about going deeper to go, okay, where's this inflammation coming from? Sometimes there's hidden or stealth infections in the gut, like I was talking about. Um, and there's some tests to address and, you know, kind of identify those as well. And that would be kind of like a, you know, maybe if you had a parasite or something like that in your gut that you're not even aware that you have it, but it's just wreaking havoc on your body and driving these kind of inflammatory processes and stuff. So, um, yeah, I want to jump into kind of my recommendations or my approach. Um, to kind of how you can address on your own uh, inflammatory issues that you may be having. And uh, yeah, is there anything you want to pack before we kind of go into that?
0: Well, I, I think one to thing some to, some to kind of, yeah, things. to kind of bring or point out is, you know, I think chronic inflammation, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is very systemic. So it, it's <clears throat> inflammation, acute, you know, short-term inflammation is very much an immune system response. Um, when it, it becomes chronic, it, it starts to incorporate other bodily systems. And so that's why you'll hear the term systemic inflammation associated with that. And, you know, I think once we get to that point, um, you know, is it including, or is it originating from the gut? I guess one thing I I do want to point out is could an injury, also get you to, you know, can you have some of this chronic inflammation or chronic inflammatory process from, you know, like a soft tissue or a a muscle or joint, you know, kind of injury? Yeah, you can. Um, if that area of injury is, is kind of chronically re-injured, um, the same kind of process will occur. So I guess that's kind of one thing to, to essentially differentiate in, in, you know, some of the things that you'll speak on as far as the, um, you know, lab testing and stuff like that, you know, w- will some of those markers show up for that? Yeah, probably, but really you're looking more as, you know, a systemic inflammatory process, correct?
1: Right. Yep. Systemics are the right word I was looking yeah. for, where it's, it's kind of throughout the whole body and the immune system, right. the nervous system, um, is reacting to something. And, uh, you know, it could be an autoimmune issue as well, uh, where the body's attacking itself, you know, kind of driving that inflammatory process. And that's pretty, it's more common than you think. Um, and certainly we see it on the musculoskeletal side of our practice where, you know, people present for, you know, low back pain or some kind of recovery after an injury. And it's just not, getting back to how it was pre-injury and mm-hmm. so if your body has a systemic inflammation it's more difficult to heal and repair yeah. until we address this underlying inflammatory process that's just kind of wreaking havoc on the whole system you know and so um, mm-hmm. combining uh you know checking to make sure you don't have some hidden inflammation can really help if you address that in conjunction with just you know a chronic low back problem or something like that. So right. they all go hand in hand. It's all the one, one big organism with many systems, just kind of this big biomatrix, you know? So mm-hmm. the lifestyle piece is so critical. Um So we obviously take a proactive r- approach. I mean, that's really big on that. Um And some of the things I want to suggest, they, they seem really simple, but they're really powerful um, when applied. And so, um, there's a big, you know, one takeaway obviously is diet. You know, we talk a lot about diet, but, you know, eating a whole foods, you know, fiber rich plant-based diet, um, is inherently designed to kind of combat inflammation. And so that's at the forefront with the diet, um, a, t- a couple of really top foods to consider, you know, removing or reducing because they're going to trigger and kind of cause more inflammation. Um and this is especially true if you're dealing with an injury or you're trying to recover from something or you're starting to see these signs and symptoms of inflammation. But these are things like your dairy products, uh, you know, wheat and some of the grains, certainly fried foods, anything that contains, you know, the seed oils are pro-inflammatory, refined sugar, refined flour. Um, Sometimes meat, red meat can be pro-inflammatory if you're getting um conventionally raised red meat where the animals are you know kind of pumped with lots of hormones and antibiotics yeah. and uh they're mostly fed grains and so you're really getting the grains from the animal if you eat grass fed grass finished organic red meat you're not going to have that problem so much um anything with processed corn which is a lot of things that's a big big one um And then things like artificial chemicals, um, additives, those things could be very pro-inflammatory. And then we especially see that like in the, um, you know, autism and ADHD populations. Um, And then trans fats, which for the most part, trans fats have kind of been removed out of things, but they're sneaky. There's Mm -hmm. still a few things out there that you got to watch out for. And, you know, those things cause cancer and other issues. So definitely wouldn't want to do that. So. First and foremost, you know, try to get a whole foods, plant based, healthy diet, and removing some of those big, big players is going to help kind of put out that fire. Um, another major dietary thing to play with is uh, you got to start bringing in the healthy fats. A lot of people went away from eating fat because they thought, oh, fat is going to in my diet, it's going to make me fat on my body. Uh, that is not the case, and so we want to bring in some healthy fats, and this would be olive oil, coconut, uh, yeah, coconut oil, uh, avocados, um, omega-3 fatty acids from, you know, some of the smaller fish like sardines and herring and wild caught salmon, super good for the body. And it's going to help with, uh, inflammation. We advocate for people to use a, an omega-3 supplement just to really supercharge that. We just don't get enough regularly in our diet. Um, and that's pretty good for if you can nail those things, you're going to reduce a lot of the inflammation through your diet. Um, we advocate for physical activity, right? Like that's a big one: movement, yeah. exercise, using those joints. <clears throat> As you know, we're going to pump out those byproducts, bring nutrients in, bring blood supply into the joints. Um, that that's going to help a ton. Um, there's other things when we start talking about the nervous system and stress and so if you can start to practice some kind of relaxation techniques that you're stimulating that vagus nerve which kind of runs from the brain down into the gut and kind of communicates um to the brain what's going on and in, in the GI system and in that environment, and so doing things that incorporate you know a lot of breath work are really going to help to calm the nervous system and kind of reduce the stress to the body and uh, help with inflammation. And so think about incorporating some yoga classes or meditation. Um, There's tons of meditation apps now. Technology has just skyrocketed in this space, and so there's all kinds of free ways to learn how to do a breathing exercise. Um, I think it's a great way to start the day. Could throw a hot bath or something like in there for that relaxation. Um, And then if you have, and a lot of people don't know that they have until maybe they get tested or something, that they have some kind of food allergy or sensitivity or intolerance. And so if you do have something that you're continuing to eat that you're sensitive or allergic to, that's just going to keep inflaming the system. And so we want to identify those and kind of remove those if possible. Um, Other things to kind of consider would be, um, you know, like if you have any toxic exposure, you know, it could be mold from the basement or heavy metal toxicity or some kind of chemical exposure that's going to cause all kinds of inflammation. And some of those things don't readily eliminate out of the body. And so they need some assistance to do that. And so that's something we can also test and kind of help with. Um, going back kind of the, to the gut health, you know, the more we can restore the the health of the gut, the better everything is going to be in your body, but that's also going to help yeah. reduce inflammation. And I commonly find as we test people all the time for this, um, that sometimes that hidden inflammation is really coming from the gut and we've got to heal the gut. If the gut is leaky, meaning that things are kind of getting through the gut lining and presenting to the, you know, the nervous system and the immune system and your blood um, flow is right there. Then your body starts to kind of react to that. Your nervous system and your immune system start to react to that. And sometimes that leads to autoimmune issues um, and that perpetuates that inflammatory process just over and over and over. So, um, we've got ways to check for that and address that, but, um, that's a big one. And sometimes, you know, it's that sneaky parasite that's hiding in your, your gut that you didn't know you have. And until we address that, then maybe we don't see the reduction in inflammation and the weight loss and all the other things that people want. Um, another thing that we advocate for that I think is a really easy thing to address is having a really good daily multivitamin mineral supplement. And that kind of fills in those gaps, but they all of these processes that you were talking about and um, these inflammatory mediators that are going to kind of come in and run that uh, good, even the good inflammatory process, like there's nutrients and things required to execute well on those things. And so Uh, the multivitamin mineral just provides the body with a lot of those, you know, essential nutrients. Um, yeah, there's a couple more chemicals that are,
0: that are needed. There's chemicals that are needed, you know, in the body. And if they're not getting consumed via the diet, then they need to be supplemented and body processes need these chemical mediators. And, you know, so the multivitamin. Yeah. helps kind of balance that out. So many of us out. are
1: deficient. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like mag- magnesium, for instance, I'd say, I think 80% of the population is usually deficient in magnesium and, and it runs like 300 of these chemical processes that we're talking about. So yeah. super, super important. Um, a couple other things to mention, um, obviously rest and recovery, like your body needs, adequate rest and recovery and you know we talk a lot we have an entire another podcast on sleep i think sleep is just so critical to everything and if you're not sleeping well then you're not healing and recovering you're not you know kind of working out the cobwebs in the brain and all of that and so that will help perpetuate an inflammatory process too if you're just not sleeping well and getting rest and recovery um and then this is another area that we probably don't talk about as much, but um, you know identifying and resolving you know toxic relationships, um, there's a physical effect um, on the body when we're super stressed, and that can come from you know environments and, and relationships that are pretty toxic. and we see kind of this whole change in our physiology when we're really stressed, whether it's you know, our heart rate, Blood pressure, blood sugar issues, obesity, and just kind of an overall weakened immune system, and then long-term kind of organ damage. So, I think it's really critical to try to identify where the stress is coming from and see what you can do to try to resolve some of that, so that's not perpetuating this infl- inflammatory, you know, process that's systemic throughout the body. So,
0: yeah, it reduces yeah. the you know the stress, and I mean it's a it's a sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight response. And that's normal. And it's it, we need to have that to survive, but we don't want that system turned on all the time. And I like to reference it as all gas, no brakes. You you need some brakes. You need that that parasympathetic nervous system to kind of calm and slow and suppress everything down so your body can kind of recover. You don't want to be all gas all the time, or else you're going to crash. And you know, we get sick, we get injured, we we feel like garbage when we're all gas and no breaks.
1: Right. Yeah, it's got to have a balance, like all things. We have got to have balance. Yeah, and we have got to give the body a chance to rebalance after stressful encounters. Right. You know, if we yeah, like you're talking about it, the bear jumps out. You know, there's all kinds of things I want to happen to help me either run, fight hopefully I don't freeze, but that could happen, you know, and yep. then you, you, you get to a safe place and then you want to reset. Right. And a lot of people don't yep. have, um, you know, they have deficiencies in some of these things that they need to help the neuro, you know, the nervous system and the immune system to kind of reset. And so then you get mm-hmm. in this fixed kind of sympathetic state all the time. You know, I see it, you know, a good example is like, you're driving to work in the morning and somebody cuts you off, you know, and two different scenarios can play out. One of them is, you know, maybe you're pissed. Maybe you, you know, show them one of your fingers or whatever. And, um, (laughs) you know, But, you know, for one individual, it may stick with them. Right. And then they're mad all the way to work and then they get at work and then they're telling everybody, oh, this guy cut me off. Right. And then that just keeps rippling throughout their day. And then their evening and then they're sharing it with their spouse. And then they wake up the next morning and they're still like a little annoyed that someone cut them off. Right. That's like an abnormal response to that stimulus. Right. Whereas it should be, you know, yeah, they cut you off. You're pissed. Maybe you showed them the bird. And then you get three car links out and. You let it go and you forget about it. And that's a normal nervous system response to that stimulus that you can reset, get back to normal and go on with your day. So yeah, you got to think about that, you know, especially if stress is high, like it's like this cup of water, you know, and you can only hold so much until it starts spilling over. And so if you're getting spilled over with water, so to speak, from your cup, from something really little, you know, like your kid does something small and it's just sets you off that lets me know that yeah. like you're at threshold right like this is built up and we're getting an abnormal response to a very small stimulus and so um that plays into this whole inflammatory thing and uh, yeah. you got to make sure you're sufficient on everything you need and uh, you're dealing with that kind of stuff because you don't want to let it build up you don't want to let it be long term that's where we see damage yeah. in the body and things start to fall apart and then we start to see symptoms and then we're aware of it. Now we think there's a problem and then we seek usually care for the symptoms and never really address that cause. And so if we can, yeah, um, you know, realize, oh, okay, this is what's going on, or I'm a little low on this, I need to deal with this. And then you don't get those, you don't get way down the pathway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. So, um, so I think- Do you uh, want to get into like- If, if, if there's somebody out there or kind of your process, as far as if we're looking at chronic inflammation, I mean, you had, you had mentioned some, some different lab stuff, you know, kind of what, a if somebody's, you know, working with you to kind of health restoration, what, you know, what are some of the things that you're looking to identify in regards to, are they in this inflammatory process?
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're experiencing any, you know, some or several of those things that I mentioned before, you know, whether it's, you know, GI issues, muscle pain and cramps, um, your joints are sore, um, you feel fatigued, or you just don't feel like you have this vitality of life. Maybe there's some kind of inflammatory process going on. Um, We would definitely welcome you to uh you know check out our website, alignforlife.com. There's tons of content on there. Um if you're interested in becoming one of our patients, um you, there's a little link on there that says, you know, begin here, you can complete that application, and we'll reach back out to you. And we'll we'll put that link in the show notes. Um but yeah, we we really try to figure out where the patient's at, do a deep dive in what's going on, try to figure out, you know, identify the root causes and then the the magic i think for how we implement care here at the clinic is that we're not going to just you know throw a a plan at you and say here's what you need to go do good luck go do it we have designed a method to try to deliver care in a way that is organized it's step by step it's is supported and um hopefully our, go- our main goal is to try to empower you to be your own doctor, you know, and to teach you to fish, so to speak, right. Instead of just feed you fish, we want to teach you to fish. And then you know how to, you know, restore and maintain your own health. And we teach you that through, um, you know, your diet and all of these lifestyle factors, but we've got programs to kind of break that down and really make it digestible and supported and a great team to, uh, to implement all of that. And so um we've got some great resources for people that are really ready to you know experience optimal health and well-being. Mm-hmm. So
0: well yeah. our mantra here is we want to be your sherpa. You know, we want to yeah. we want to co-labor and and you know, we don't want to do all the work. You've got to be a willing participant, you know, as well, but we're here to guide you. We're here to you know carry your luggage you know help you (laughs) up the mountain whatever that saying that you said yeah
1: yeah and taking you know this holistic natural approach i think we've done a fantastic job of trying to bring in different components that ultimately are going to restore someone's health faster Mm -hmm. more comprehensively and um and support them on that journey so Um, cool. Check out the website. Um, click the link on there that says begin now, fill out that application, and then we'll reach out to you and uh, see where we go from there. So,
0: excellent. Anything else before we wrap this up? What, uh, what the takeaways? I think you just said them. So, if you're interested, reach out. Um, you got any parting words? Uh,
1: I mean, not so much. I mean, I think we got through it pretty good. Um, Yep. But I think it's important just for people to identify that their lifestyle, your diet, the things that you do every day, are either making you healthier or sicker. So,
0: mm-hmm. well, cool. Well, that's gonna do it for another episode of Aligned and Thriving. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, Follow us on our social media page, uh, Instagram, Align for Life Health, YouTube, Align for Life Health, Facebook, Align for Life. That is going to do it. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, guys.